Okay, welcome back, everybody. <coughs> Are you coming up, Debbie? Yes. <laughs> Equipped with a weapon, I see. <laughs> Actually, it is a weapon. <laughs> it was used by disenfranchised uh, samurai, and it was used as a weapon. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. <coughs> so, Jack... Um, I play shakuhachi. It's the hardest, I think, the hardest flute, or maybe one of two hardest flutes on the planet, and I can't breathe. And I've never been able to breathe the whole time I've been on the planet, except for one time for nine months. I can't breathe. Well, you are breathing. Well, yes, I am breathing. I am breathing. <laughs> I'm not alone. No, I am breathing, but I'm breathing with difficulty. So I have really um, tight, damaged lungs, and I have trouble breathing. And they are damaged, medically damaged, physically damaged? I, I don't know. Do you have the idea that they're damaged? Mm, no, I, I think that they're fragile. Where does that idea come from? Because of not having been able to breathe, and as a child I couldn't breathe, I've never been able to run. And when I was little, I remember figuring out how to breathe, and there was just this kind of like a visualization of a barrel, and I would get it up to the top of the hill, and that would allow a breath. So I've always had this trouble trying to breathe. And so the shakuhachi has saved me, I know. And tell me about the nine months where you felt you could breathe. Um, I've always loved uh, animals and cats particularly, and I had a cat who was my soul cat, and I knew that was my cat for my teacher. He taught me so much. He was amazing little uh, Cornish Rex, and he, he slept right on my heart, and he had a heart murmur and wasn't supposed to live, and he lived to like 17 years. So when he died, um, I had a strange thing happen the day after, and um, I thought I'd had a stroke, I couldn't get out of bed, and I couldn't move. And then I finally realized that half my, half my field was gone. And once I figured out how to move, um, half my brain was gone too. So it had gone up with him, but my lungs were completely fine. So as long as half of me wasn't here, I, I could breathe completely normally, easily, for about nine months. And then I felt him separating from my heart, and I saw him come out. And he's the size, like six feet tall, the Egyptian Bastet, that incredible god and mm -hmm. cat. And within a day, I stopped being able to breathe. So when mm -hmm. I wasn't here, or was mm -hmm. half here, I could breathe. Mm -hmm. As soon as I came back, I stopped being able to breathe mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. hmm. So has your mind, <clears throat> or I wonder, what ideas... Has your mind believed into existence around being here equals not being able to breathe? I, but what I don't understand is how, why as a small child I couldn't breathe. It's not something that just gradually got worse and worse as, as I became more ego or this, but I've never been able to breathe. Yes, yes, but, but it can happen at incarnation. I mean, it can happen at any time, you know? Uh-huh. What's it like being on the planet, honestly? I find it really difficult. Mm. Yeah. What's difficult about it? Oh. 
I feel really full of light and I feel full of love and it's hard for me to be myself all the time and I try, I really try, I try more and more. When I'm by myself, I'm just in light. But often the world, is, I find it so abrasive. So with light, for light to be there, there's a counterpart that is dark somewhere mm. in the law of duality. Yeah. It's somewhere. And it's like, in one way, it's like saying day and night are abrasive to each other. It, it's more that it swings from, it, it's, you know, there's a time for day and there's a time for night. If more moves like that, there's a time for, <clears throat> you know, going into our dark side and there's a time for going into our light side. But if it feels like that there's, that your true nature is light, is there a dark side that isn't, a dark side that isn't the embodiment of the Debbie character that it's someplace else balancing itself out? Or is it just not seen in the Debbie character? I don't know. Could there be could there be a shadow side that's suppressed? Is it possible? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Which does does I does either option have, have a more authentic feel? <laughs> That there's something hidden, or that actually the, 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 the counterpart, dark side, shadow side, is not in, it, it's, it's just not in that body-mind form. I don't feel that it is in this yeah. body-mind form. I don't feel it yeah. at all. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought you'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So somehow then, because you see most people have, you know, the, the, there's more of a duality within, it's like, it's like as if the character, the body-mind, the whole organism of a human being has the capacity for light and dark. And very often we, ha you know, we make money and we're broke in the one lifetime. And some people are just, just have more of one side than another, but a lot of people, there's a bit of both. You know, you'd be an asshole for a few years and then you go to service. <laughs> you know, we tend to have this kind of swinging both ways, or I'd never do it, and then that's exactly what you end up doing, and da, da, da. So we have this going on. Okay, so it's very possible that there isn't that, but there in somebody, and that's what you're saying, there, 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 there isn't that flip side, the opposite side to the light going on within that incarnation. Okay. <clears throat> so then... The, the incarnation has to, in some way, or mm, the consciousness that manifests through it, needs to see that it, it is balancing something else. That the opposite experience is someplace, but right now it feels abrasive. Mm. It, it's like, it's not that the day and night are fighting with each other, they're in tandem. They, they, it's yin-yang, it's part, that's how it flows here. Mm -hmm. So, the connection with, with 
you know, that which is contracted and not of the light in the world is allowing the light to appear in the Debbie character. And so the Debbie character, in some way, if it were to just tweak something so that it allowed the dark to be there, but at the moment it feels it as, a, as an abrasion. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Yes. So there's something around that. So, it's, it's so okay, I'm looking for something like, is there a judgment of it or an intolerance of it? I'm looking for an attitude that's actually interpreting it as abrasion. There is some connection between you and the dark side and it's interpreted as abrasion. But it's actually not. It's, it's what makes the light in you possible. It's allowing, but you feel it as abrasion. Do you see? Within me or within the whole world? Or both? This is you, you no? It's okay. all about your experience, no? Okay. So if, if, the, if, if the dualistic side of the light that's there is, is met with an, 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 an abrasive contact point, this is about how you greet the flip side. It's just not internal in you. Are you with me? I, so, really. Sometimes when we start, or I start talking about things, as uh, if I, I don't, I can't quite understand yes. what's going on. It's I always more just kind of feel, feel things. And okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Okay. So so let's say there's something, you know, dark in in front of you. There's some I don't know. You know, somebody who's just really angry or really like. I don't know, like violent or screaming or aggressive or something that's abrasive generally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if that's in front of you right now, can you shift the connection point to, to sensing that it's abrasive? Can you feel that it needs to be allowed without it in any way impinging on your light? But it's like the connection point between you and it in some way, there's a, an aversion to it. Okay. But there must be space for the dark because it's the dark that allows the light and the light that allows the dark. Okay. They're actually the same. So something about the world must be... It's difficult for you to be here. Okay, and now it makes sense. It's difficult for you to be here and there's just more light than dark within the Debbie character. Okay. And so then when there is dark... It's just too rough. It's difficult for you to be here and you can't breathe. Uh, it's logic, huh? Yeah. It's logic. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the dark. There's nothing wrong with the light. But the meeting point between the light and the dark is where it catches you. Because you meet the dark as though it's abrasive. And your mind has created that sensation, that contact point feels like, no, no, that's my experience, and I'm just describing it as like your experience is created by a thought. <laughs> so it's something about not understanding the dark, or seeing it as destructive, or will it cancel you out, or there's something going on there. The relationship with the dark. And it's like it doesn't give you enough space, so you can't breathe, you know? Yeah, it's this tightness. I breathe... Like two breaths in a minute, so I <coughs> really, really slowly too. So there's this, yeah, slowness. Yes. But yes. 
can you can you have a different feeling connection with the dark? The shadow side of the world. It doesn't need light, it's perfectly fine doing its shadow thing. It needs to do its shadow thing. So you're not going to cancel it out in any way. It's about allowing. Mm. You see? Yeah, every time I'm around a disturbance, <coughs> I'm, sent, I'm trying to do the light thing. Yeah, because yeah. light is better than shadow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Only yeah. where you come from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just allowing. Yeah. 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 Change your relationship with the shadow. Okay. Okay. It just needs to be shadow sometimes, you know? Sometimes it's looking for light and sometimes it's looking for shadow. Sometimes the darkness has to go deeper into the darkness, you know? Mm. That's perfect. There's a stage for that too. Okay. Okay. You see? Yeah. 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 Arigato. Yeah. <laughs> just change it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. That's my first time coming Timer. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's the afternoon for it. Like the first timers. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I also don't know what I'm going to say. So. Great. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> Relax. Take your time. Sit back. It's grand. Here's my heart beating. <laughs> um, That's an okay sound. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'll try to be constructive. I'm not sure if I should be trying, but... It doesn't matter, okay. constructive enough. It's all okay. right. Okay. We can let it just bl <laughs> bladder on out any way it comes. That's fine. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is something that was close to me because it happened twice this morning, so it's uh, a good place to start. Um, I had the opportunity to practice, do a practice um, that's really close to me. Um, for, for two people. Um, Still not close enough. Yet. It's energy work. Mm -hmm. it's, um, I don't know, I guess it's just a bit of a mystery to me. <laughs> and um, 
it seems to be helpful, mm -hmm. except when I try to barter it, that's not, mm. it doesn't seem to work too well. Mm. Um, and it's kind of, um, which is such a gift to me. Um, it's something that wells up in me, um, and that's been happening for about a decade. Um, and it kind of feels like just a spring, mm -hmm. like a spring energy going up, and I can be lying in bed and half, half, halfway sleeping, and just whoop, there it is. And then um, it has different manifestations too. It's like uh, it can go into just sort of the hands hovering over the body or specific breath patterns, uh, and and. As of a few years ago, certain hand gestures too that seemed to kind of intensify it. Um, I don't know what the point of telling you this is, though. It's fine. It's really no point to anything, you know, so it's totally fine. Okay. I guess I'm trying to find out more about it. Sounds like you just tuned into a frequency, you know, of, mm -hmm. of where this healing ray, you know, um, has its has its pitch. Right. And you, you just kind of turned your dial into it by accident, you know, ten years ago, you know, and it, it just comes on through without without the intellect learning it or in you know opening chakras to it or tuning to it or learning the history of it. And happy days, you know, you skip the university of it, you know. <laughs> just, it's just like downloading something, you know. It's just like tuning a radio into something where it's like, ah, that's where that is. Do you do you, do you need to know, like, what it's called, where it came from, who originated it, initiations mm, into it? Not really. Um, my feeling is that I'd like to do more of it. Mm. Um, then, yeah, like, what do you tell people? <laughs> so, um, no, I don't feel like I need to know at all. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly, because it actually would not help. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. So, can you just call it energy work? Do you really need a name? I actually, I did do, like, formal training in Reiki, so sure. I did my first two levels. Um, sure. But this was after an experience, actually, it didn't just mm. kind of come out of nowhere. It came yeah, out of an sure. experience, like, yeah. pretty intense. Yeah, sure. Um, Three-month experience. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. So... I guess, you know, and a part of me is also always wondering, okay, I have this wonderful thing that's happening, it's great. Um, how about, you know, I guess I'm more interested in finding out how I can um, heal my mind. Because my mind has 
trouble, you know? Mm. I mean, I guess that's why everybody's here <laughs> in some ways. Um, yeah. Just. So what's going on in the mind? Uh, what loops are, loops? are you oh. sick of? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Start. Um, well, I just I come out of. Well, I feel like I'm coming out of. Well, maybe I'm not coming out of it at all, but uh, um, yeah, it's kind of related to a relationship, a close relationship, and. Actually, I've been hugely crying <laughs> the last uh, since the summer. And this is on the heels of separation with somebody. Um, but it's like I've not experienced this kind of crying before. It's like whew, <laughs> it feels really close to the core, mm-hmm. and it feels good too. Okay. Um, and it's often after doing either you know, any practices like yoga or mantra or anything like that, or just even sitting still for a while. And, um, um, my thought is that it's uh, related to something that happened about a decade ago, actually, and it was brought up by this person again. It's, it's a um, it's a relationship, obviously. Um, and when I, I was with this person for the last four years, and we were just starting to talk about being together again. But anyway, throughout the four years, whenever I had difficulty with this person, um, the, sh- the name of somebody from a decade ago would come up in my mind. seems to have stopped. Um, actually, as of last week, I don't know if that's going to last, but... Um, yeah. So, so <coughs> when, when the name of the other person from 10 years ago comes up, in what way? It's like it wouldn't have happened with that person, or that person was better, or what? If I, give me... Uh, like, um, when I'm... So something happens uh, negative yeah. with this current person, and uh-huh. I'm thinking about it, and I the name comes up in my mind of this current person, and then immediately after, it's like literally the shadow of this other person comes up, like the shadow of the old, the ten year old. Yeah, like I will consciously think of my current relationship, but then the name of this other person comes up, like right behind it, <laughs> this other person's name of the current person. Okay. Okay. What's unresolved with the one ten years ago? Uh, it was just really horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Uh, Are you saying that when, when, you know, when there's disturbance with the current one, that it's really just rattling a disturbance that's unresolved with the one, other one, the older one? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's, there seem to be similar, some similarities for sure. Yeah. There are certain characteristics. Yeah. Um, it seems to be scratching the same button, because if you've associated yeah. them together, it's like the two of them are scratching <coughs> the same wound for you. Yeah. So what's your wound? Oh. I mean, it's about you. Yeah, right. 
Pretty traumatic, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Why dismiss trauma? I don't know. <laughs> I know it's really tough for you to be here. I know it's okay. It's okay. Let something come out that's not words. Okay. And just push back the mic, if you like, up to yourself.
What do you need? What do I need? Mm. How do you answer that question? <laughs> Not from your head. Okay. Unedited. Love. <laughs> okay. Support, encouragement. Does that mean what I think it means? Or? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think it means? <laughs> you know what it means. Let these desires be seen, huh? Give them space. They might or might not be fulfilled, but at least they gotta be acknowledged <coughs> and allowed, you know, and expressed where you can, you know. That'd be a good idea to start stating what you need. part of yourself yeah. and stating what you need that's the purpose of it it might or might not come but stating right. what you need for you is the key yeah. you seem to have some way of just kind of disguising what you need and I'm okay and you're not okay absolutely <laughs> absolutely you're not okay oh I know yeah. <laughs> I'm not fooling myself yeah so you know yeah. why would you do that to yourself huh yeah why would you do that to yourself <sighs> okay you have to be true to yourself not true to what you imagine other people want you to be because that's there's a high price to be paid for that. Yeah. It's inauthentic anyway, for yourself. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. 
what can one remember? Because it's so easy to out of conditioning and just, I don't know what, just to disguise the truth. Like, how can one stay in one's presence in one's mm. deepest, you know, core? Yeah. yeah. By wanting to stay there, you're already out of it. Okay. Because then there's the I who imagines there's something to get by being at home inside. All you can do is, is the moment that you see you're playing the game and you're in there, the moment that you see that, disconnect from it. So it's about the frequency with which you pull back but from your own story. Pull back to? <laughs> to, to being able to see it. Okay. It's like a split in your mind. It's like okay. mind starts looking at mind. Yeah. That's what it's like rather than being completely stopped in, sucked into the story of I. And it's like, a, ah, that story is running again. There I go again. Foops, look at that game. And not to mind the story, though, even if it comes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not to mind the story. So there's the story. Okay. But watch it in yourself, because, because it's quite likely that your mind would pull back from something to suppress it. Don't, it's not about suppressing something. It's about seeing that it's a story. But let the story run. Yeah, I know. You see? I know. I experienced that with you in the car twice like first time I just was allowing it and then the second time I was like oh I felt the resistance <laughs> yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah 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 take a chance you know just take a chance um, let, let stuff free flow a bit more take a chance you know okay because even if you're seeing it it still flows yeah, you're just not in it. It's, yeah, it's still doing its dance. And let it. And let it. Yeah. And the observer, like that other capacity, can see. Whoops! This is really going down badly. Hmm. And it's being misunderstood. And look at this play out there. <laughs> you know, it's like so what? Okay. Because there's no investment in it. You know. Okay. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a bit there now. Yes. yes. <laughs> See how you do. Okay, thanks. Mm. <laughs> sure. Okay. Newcomers, myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's newcomer time. Newcomer time. My first time here. First time to a satsang ever. Oh wow! Okay, great. Uh, is it all right? Is it is it doing your head in? Oh, I love it. Oh, okay, yeah. good. I've been to lots of satsangs on YouTube with you. All right. <laughs> I'm nervous, but that's all right. Take your time. Be nervous. It is, of course. It's imagining mm. that there's difference and yeah. separation. And that's all right. Just My take a breath. My question was about decision making on health, mm. like. I have a con I have a, a condition or something that I had to make a decision. The doctors want me to do this, but I've researched it and they say it's better not to do that, and it's kind of I'm all mixed up. Mm. And <clears throat> and then I know it's about the body, and the body's not real anyway, so it's really confusing. <laughs> 
So mm. it's to know in your core that you're doing the right thing kind of thing. Yes. If there is a right thing, yes, anyway. Yes, indeed. So that's the question is, how do you know? Or maybe you don't know. There's no you to know, anyway. <laughs> or how to feel at peace with yeah. what to do. Yeah, it's more feeling at peace with what to do rather than if it's the right or the wrong decision, you know, because yeah. it's always a bit of a gamble. Yeah, you but know, the wrong, thinking it's the wrong decision because of the outcome is just mine anyway. It so. is, of course, that's just yeah. your way of slaughtering yourself, you know. Yeah. Mm. So. so being at peace with whatever decision you yeah. make. How do you get there? Okay, one thing I want to know first. Do you feel that this condition can heal? Go into your belly now. Is this condition going to heal? No. Okay. Is it going to be terminal? Or is it something you can live with? I can live with it. All right. Okay. And are the doctors trying to harness it or cure it? It's not curable. Okay, and they know that too? Yeah. All right. It's just maybe I have a, an attitude about pharmaceutical sure. drugs and stuff like sure, that. Sure, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a funny old world for that. For that. Mm-hmm. It's a funny energy, you know, the pharmaceutical thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, works for some, but not for others. So get the mind out of the way, and what does the body want to do? I guess when the mind's not there, the... There's no fear, and that's okay. I can live with it. But when the mind comes in, mm-hmm. then I think I, then I get confused, not knowing what I should do. <laughs> because I don't want to not do it and be sorry later, or do it and be sorry later too. It's kind of damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yes, kind of yes, thing. yes. <coughs> yes. Okay, and if we look at it the other way, does it feel like if you go the medical route, that are you giving away power? If you go your own route, are you scared of having that power? Is that playing at all? Maybe if I go the medical route, I think it's going against my beliefs kind of thing. But going the other way, it's kind of scary because how do I know that I know anything anyway? (laughs) Yes. Mm. You could find a support system in the non-medical route Mm -hmm. that would align with what your own natural flow is. And if you could trust that, it would balance out for your mm-hmm. mind. I'm talking about, you know, just mm-hmm. playing a trick of the mind now, really. Mm-hmm. So, so if, you, if there was something in the, I don't know if it's an alternative or a more holistic response or something, if there's a team there you can pull around, or even one person that you can work with, you can play a trick on the mind and say, no, no, look, they're the expert, they're the expert. Because that's really what the medical industry does. This is where the expertise lies. Mm-hmm. You see, and it takes away your, your power. You know, that's how commerce works. You know, it takes away your power. So, um, so if mind has something else that it can trust, has more expertise than yourself, then it takes away that, that deep sense of 
I'm the one who could screw this up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then the peace would come, probably. Then the peace would come. Mm -hmm. It would. And we're just playing a trick with mind, mm -hmm. you know, but it's easier to, to, when you're faced with something like this, you can only take off a crumb at a time, really. It's a very high jump to, to be making an experimental decision mm -hmm. when your health is at stake. It's a very mm -hmm. high jump, you know. It's mm -hmm. easy for me to sit here and say, well, you know, just follow your beliefs then. It's like bloody hell, you know. <laughs> it's your health, you know. It's your yeah. health. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really compute, you know. Mm -hmm. so, so if we just see, okay, this is what the mind is doing, fine, you could do all the practices in the world, but if your mind is really going to say, you're, you're really, you know, um, throwing a dice here, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, and, and the odds are against you, because look at what the power that is held within the medical field. And it's very powerful. Mm -hmm. It's very powerful. You know? It's wired for you to trust it, for you mm -hmm. to give your authority over to mm -hmm. it. It's wired like that, to be the patient. Mm -hmm. You know? The experts. You know? It's wired like that. So if your own gut doesn't want to go that, you've got to set up an alternative where you can at least share the responsibility. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're just playing with mind now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And from a non-dual perspective, that's, that's as much as we can learn from it, is to, is to see, well, in, mm -hmm. you know, mind can go this way if we set up a, another power play. Because okay. then, mm -hmm. then it's not about power anymore. Then both sides of the power are equal. And if they're both equal, you can follow the natural flow for you then. Okay. So we have to take power out of it. And I can't take power away from the pharmaceutical industry, but I can mm -hmm. add power to your own team. Mm -hmm. okay. Whether it's one friend and one whatever, naturopath, mm -hmm. one whatever, it doesn't matter. That's your team, no? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's less scary when you have a choice, kind See, of. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's trust balancing. One or the other thing. That's right. Just balance the two. Balance them out. <coughs> now you can follow your natural order. Okay. Now you can Makes follow. Sense. Yeah. Now you can follow something. So we're just playing with mind by mm -hmm. balancing the power game. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Sure. Hi. Hi. Um, there's been a lot of talk today about finding your breaking point. What brings you to your knees? And uh, I know what brings me to my knees. And. Uh, when I go there, I I jump on a YouTube satsang fest <laughs> <laughs> and try to get rid of the eye just so I can stop the suffering, the just the psychological suffering. But so when I'm trying to, when the eye is trying to get rid of the eye, there's always an agenda. Of course, it's it's an agenda to stop suffering. Yes. 
So it never seems like it's coming from a pure place. And there's a lot of cha tail chasing. Yes. And so then, okay, it settles down after a while. And life goes on. Probably forget about it till the next episode of being brought down to your knees again. And then the whole the whole circle starts all over again and and thinking, okay, I've got to crack this once and for all so this stops. And the you know, the universal plea or cry of okay, I'm ready, now I'm ready, whatever to take me. And then, you know, the thing, the dark thing. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's the inability to accept the perceived suffering of my children and grandchildren. And when that happens, it's like, no, not this. Anything with this, not this. And that I can't, can't go there. And of course, when I get too um, uh, comfortable, with things, it, it always happens, and then, yeah, the sad, the sad saying, <laughs> the YouTube cycle starts. <laughs> the books, the YouTube, it all starts, and then, of course, it's like a, it's just a band-aid. Yes. And I know, I know it is. But, uh, yesterday you talked about uh, bringing the eye, bring the mind as far as it can go and then letting the bottom fall out. I want to go there, I want to free fall. But there's still an element of... Wow, <laughs> sorry, clearly sounds like it's... Oh, it's very close. Is the great hall? Oh, this is the flyover thing before the game starts? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Whatever turns you on. It's almost feasible. Okay, I can think of the planet and the waste of fuel. But anyway, the associated thought from that. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, the eye wants to get rid of the eye. Yes, yes. And it uses every every trick in the book to keep it to keep it going. And my role, you know, all of the family roles are are all at play, uh -huh. big time. And that's that's seen, but it's totally helpless to seem to do yeah to even step back and so so this this spiral of suffering which ends up in the satsang fest <laughs> it starts with with seeing your children or grandchildren suffering yeah emotional suffering that i i perceive as as them suffering what's wrong with people yeah. suffering what's wrong with suffering well i just don't want it to be What's wrong with suffering? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want my granddaughter to suffer. <laughs> That's your desire. Yes. Drop the desire. No, right now, drop the desire. 
Not tonight when I'm in bed. No. Drop the desire? Yes. Oh, I have a death grip on it. Hmm. Hmm. It feels like if I let it go, I won't be able to breathe. Try it and see. Collective breath going on. <laughs> <laughs> And it would mean if she's suffering that you would be okay about it. That there would be an allowing, a, a, a kind of a, a holding the space for her to suffer. There's always a, the, the, the thought that I can fix it somehow. You can face it? Fix it. Fix it, of yeah. course. I must be able to fix it. Of course. Suffering is wrong, so it's something's broken or you, know, or you desire it not to be there. And there must be loads of thoughts sort of like that. But it feels like it feels allowing it, allowing, sometimes allowing feels like um, um, uh, checking out, not not caring, but uh, denial or something. Well, the denial is in wanting to fix it, because you're denying her the experience that she needs to have, no, that she is having. That she needs to have. Of course. Suffering yeah. is as valid as joy. Yeah, what do I know? Yeah. And you've decided that she shouldn't be having this experience and that there's something wrong with it. Of course. Yes, I'm deciding. Yes. You're deciding. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. And it's affecting my... Well, at the end of the day, when all that happens, I just can't stand myself anymore. Because, sure. Because of my... I, I hate my roles my roles, the identification with me, For with sure. my roles and then not even wanting to be around anybody because the roles are just too hard to yeah. play anymore. Yeah, it has to be not working for you. It has to be because it has to stop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how, do you drop, how do you drop things and see, see that it's about seeing things as they are without coming in with your agenda. So it's like dropping your agenda. It's like she's suffering. It's like, okay, she's suffering. Don't make it about me. Not yours. It's hers. Let her have the experience. Suffering comes and suffering goes. It's part of life. It's not terminal. It's not. It's just a valid experience. It doesn't need to be fixed. But your agenda is coming in doing something. So drop your agenda. Your position would be one of allowing things to be as they are. That's what would be there instead. Without the allowing to have an intention or a hidden agenda even behind the allowing. It can't have. It can't have. The kind of allowing, yeah, that has no agenda. Has no agenda. Yes, and you know when that happens.
and <laughs> you know when you do you know when there's an agenda you do you do a course yes I, I know that the, it's a perceived <coughs> suffering yes because I don't even know that anybody's suffering it's That's me right. who's, it's who's, your suffering who's suffering yeah and so what if this loop were what, what is actually happening? In order for consciousness to get you to, to, to revisit satsang material, it sets up this whole loop to make you suffer, to make you uh, access satsang material. Imagine if that loop was what was happening. That you're projecting the idea of suffering yeah. in order to get yourself into a twist, in order to get, go, back, to get back to satsang. Yeah, that's highly yeah, it's, possible. It's a possibility. Possible. It's a, yeah. Because I don't want to not be... I want to want it. <laughs> and you don't want to sometimes be a painkiller? I forget about it. Ah. <laughs> ah. Life just goes on and I don't think about it. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, that. that. Oh yeah, there's that. I, I should want it so that... You should want I it? I should want it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to want it. I should want it. I want to want it so okay, that... Okay, let's drop that desire too then, huh? Just go into the more authentic position. If it doesn't pull you, it doesn't pull you. Authentic, that's good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you what you're telling me. That's all. I'm just running it back in another way. <laughs> yes, discerning your being authentic. Being authentic. Being honest with yourself. Yes. Yeah, all the shoulds, yeah. Yeah. Shoulds have been running a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Had a funeral for them. <laughs> yeah, yes. Should be yeah. Okay. If there's no natural pull to that sign, you don't need suffering to pull you there either. You know? What a relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the should, I should have it, or I want to want it, is actually rigging up the whole thing. The whole loop. You know? How insane is Isn't it wonderful though? To see what a mind can create, you know? A whole scenario invented, you know, just because of a desire. Mm. Yeah, that's entertaining. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it works too. <laughs> yes, yes it does. Thank you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Any more who haven't been up at all at that time ever? Would like to come? Call for first timers. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Okay, anybody at all then? <laughs> <laughs> or we just sit here, I don't mind. <laughs>
Lots of stuff has been coming up. Sure. <laughs> I guess one of my questions, something that's coming up for me right now, is how do I discern whether or not my mind is playing tricks? Um, Give me an example. What's what's the nature of? Um, I've been married for seven years. We've been going through a difficult time, and um, I've been thinking about leaving. Don't know what to do. And something that you've said today was like, go into your gut and find out where there would be more learning. And I did that, and it was to stay. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, thank God, that's what I wanted to do. Mm. And, and then I, there's, there's learning experiences for staying, and there's learning experiences for leaving. Yes. And um, I'm not sure which would be the one of greatest growth. Mm-hmm. Like my gut right away was was to stay because mm-hmm. um, because I need to be more authentic mm-hmm. because part of the reason I think that I got married is for twenty plus years I was living this what I considered to be a really deeply spiritual life and I got tired of it yeah <laughs> I, was, I was like getting up every morning to meditate and to do yoga and to teach and. 24 hours a day and it got to be a lot and 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 my husband is absolutely not spiritual at all so it was mm. it was it was freedom yes in a different way and and it also allowed me not to be so judgmental about people who weren't spiritual and so I've learned a lot from him um and now I feel like I'm becoming more authentic again, coming back into balance. I don't want that pendulum to swing back again. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to be more authentic. Mm. Um, And I want to be more authentic with him too. I need to to speak my truth with Uh him. And so that's why I think that it would be a more of a learning experience for me to stay with him. Yes. To be more honest about who I am. Yes. With someone who totally disagrees. Yes. With me. And to feel okay about that. Yes. But I want to make sure that I'm not, that my mind isn't saying, well, okay, this is good because now you're, you're like, Financially, you're going to be secure, and you don't have to worry about that part of things. I want to make sure that I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not making up stories, yeah, to find the easy answer, yeah, because then I'm just going to go like swing back again, and, yeah, and it's just going to keep on going, yeah. But authenticity comes from your gut, and the stories come from your mind. <coughs> mm-hmm. 
So when they are, when you check it into your gut and the first the first thing was to stay, what's mind going to do? Oh, let's put in the doubting mind uh-huh. to just make a bit of a mess here and put you back into the uncertainty zone. Yeah. And and the doubting mind is number two after the gut. Okay. But if your gut was just clean, stay. No more. The next step is going to be the doubting mind. Okay. And now you're in that loop of the doubting mind. Yeah. Okay. Doubting mind's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's very effective. It's very effective, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very effective. Yeah. So how do I, how do I continue to stay authentic? Are there things that I can do? Practices that I can do? I think uh, one of the earlier people, I'm not sure which, which somebody said it just a few minutes ago, it's like, you know when you're kidding yourself. You know. Yeah. You know when you're doing something with an agenda. That's yeah. what it was. It was yourself, yeah. You, you know if you're saying something and there's actually an agenda going on and it's like, really? I actually need you to agree to this because I'm hidden there then with that subject. Or you, you know if you're playing games. Okay. Nip that. That's the inauthenticity birth thing. Yeah. There's a little secondary voice. There's a little secondary behind what you're actually saying. Yeah. Lose that. Okay. That doesn't work in relationships. No. Or it doesn't work when you're trying to be authentic in any no. context, actually. If that just complete flow of self-honesty, if you're in that phase where that needs to be honoured, then then no second agenda. If there's a second agenda, just watch it and say, hmm, you know? Okay. I have a second agenda. Okay, am I go- what am I going to do with that? No. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spill your beans totally to your partner. It's your own gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. your own work. You yeah. Know? So just watch it. Yeah, just watch it and say, whoops, we've got an agenda there. If I hadn't, you know, if I hadn't said that with my little hidden agenda, what would I have lost? What was motivating me there? Mm-hmm. Do that kind of inquiry just to see where, how important is this agenda? You know? Okay. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Mm. Sure. <laughs> Do I have a cup of tea? All right. Okay, tea's ready. All right. Okay, welcome back. People are looking very tired. just wanted to sort of do a check-in uh, yeah. at this point. Um, what's been happening for about the last year or so is more or less just observation of ego arising. Okay. Uh, comes and goes. What do you mean by ego arising? Um, little thought storms, you know, judgments, um, mm. opinions about things being different than the way they are. Yes. All that, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and... Uh, so that, that's been going on. 
and not much else. <laughs> and, uh, and it seems like there's lots of gaps, you know? It seems as though, um, you know, uh, um, there's, there's not really any major problems. You know? And so, um, uh, and I'm just, uh, essentially just, you know, everything seems to be going along pretty nicely. Uh, uh, there's a, a folk singer uh, from here who... Uh, uh, his little story is that somebody asked him, why don't you write protest songs? He says, because things are all right. <laughs> and, um, and uh, yeah, I'm sort of there. Like, uh, and I'm just, uh, just, yeah, just sort of checking in to see if, uh, if that's good enough. <laughs> Mind every now and again decides to question it, you know. Okay, so when you see that ego arises... Do you ever still buy into ego, or is there distance maintained? Uh, oh, for little, for short, for short periods. I mean, it, it never isn't seen. It's it's it rises. It's seen, but every now and again, it's got some momentum. Okay, and you go with it uh, for a little while, but it gets okay. it's um, so unpleasant that I tr I really don't want to do that very much. Aha! Uh -huh, very good. Okay. Okay. Okay, and so back into the position of observer then again? Pretty much. The observer never is gone. It, mm. it just, it's mm. just, uh, um, but uh, yeah, and then, and, then, uh, and then after it passes, I don't even, you know, there's no, uh, nothing to observe basically. Yes, like, yes. Okay, what's the observer doing when there's nothing to observe? What's happening? Was that a gap or what? Uh, everything just seems to happen by itself. So, you know, when there's something to be done, it just gets done. Yes. <clears throat> so, do the observer and the ego arise together then? Seems like it, yeah. Okay. So then, so then observer isn't there all the time? It's that the observing ability is there all the time when the ego comes up? Or is the observer there all the time? I think the observer isn't even there. The rest of the time, uh -huh. it seems as though there's got to be something to see for for this seer to be there. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it feels lazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know that sense, Amish. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So the the observer and the ego is is is. Are you, is there still a sense that that's you, or that there is identity with that, or where does... I mean, uh, you know, when it's seen, you know, it's not you, right? So, so every, I mean, there's a, there's a certain amount of, you know, sort of just momentum from the past, right? I mean, you know, my, you know, whatever preferences are still there to some extent, and... Um, and so, sure, there's some sort of sense of sort of residual ownership, I guess, of, of you know, the stuff that, you know, still, still percolates. But, um, but no, nothing too sticky, you know, like, I mean, uh, there, all those um, opinions and preferences and stuff are very easy to draw. Like, it's just, uh, you know, you, you, uh, you know, they come, right? They come and then they go. When is there a sense of you? Ah. Hmm. Things are getting, I'm not sure I'm answering the question. Uh, things are getting f 
flat, like you said, um, two-dimensional. Not so much that I see them from the edge, though. That's a neat trick. I'm going to try that. Yeah, sometime. I just imagine <laughs> it happens. Whoa, they just paper thin. But just, you know, you know, but things things do sort of collapse from three dimensions to two. Yes. Quite a lot. Yeah. And um, and so um, it seems as though uh, just uh, the reality of things. Uh, I, I'm, I'm interpreting that to be that you know things just aren't as real as they used to be. They used to be, yeah. yes. And where are you in all of that? Sort of an innocent bystander, I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Watching it from within it, watching it from outside. What, where bystander? What's the huh. perspective? Well, there certainly is a perspective. I mean, you know, I'm walking around in this body, you know, interacting with, you know. Are you? <laughs> I don't know, i got to say something. <laughs> so sure, yeah. I mean, there's a way in which you can talk that way. You know, I'm looking out through these eyes. Yeah. yeah. Is it you? Or has it been seen that it's a perspective? Just yeah. a perspective? It's just one... one point of view among an infinite number of yeah. 360 degrees, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so then if, if, if the perspective coming through that body-mind isn't yours, is the ego pretending to be yours? Feeling like it's yours, the ego stroke observer that arises. Well, sure, it would like to, you know, it would it would like to take ownership, but uh, but it's it's that. Um, I mean, unless something changes soon, but I mean, up you know, for the last quite some while now, um, it it doesn't win that little game. Uh, it comes, and and also the the sort of the negative feeling associated with it is a is a, a deterrent, you know. When it comes, it's not pleasant. It's not, you know, <laughs> doesn't feel good. And so uh, it's the kind of thing that you drop as soon as you you notice it. As soon as you, as soon as you, um, you know, you just see it and 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 be done with it. Is that happening organically? Is that a movement of consciousness? It was something that was actually pointed out to me at, at, at a certain point, um, and uh, and that just just rang true when I heard it, and um, and just became like it wasn't something I deliberately started uh -huh. to practice. It okay. just it just every time that I was seeing, and at first it was much more stormy. I would call it. Uh, I called them thought storms. <laughs> you know yeah. that would come, and they were they were much more energetic and persistent. Uh, uh, towards the beginning of this, uh, and over time, it, um, the, you know, there's no, they're not even storms anymore, they're just little, little puffs. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, pretty quickly, just, just go, go back wherever they come from. Yes. <clears throat> what I'm after? Right now, 
as I'm wondering, is it seen that 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 mechanism is just part of consciousness tidying itself up, you know, breaking up something that was solid for a while and it's just kind of dissolving it, and that it's all consciousness doing it, or is there a you woven in there someplace? There's probably still, um, you know, remnants. Yeah, there's still some. I don't think that's completely scrubbed away or whatever. Uh, uh. And so the remnants. Is there a sense of an eye, or is there potential for an eye, or is there an eye? <laughs> oh, we're cutting this very fine. Yes. <laughs> it gets very subtle at this stage of the game. Say that again, uh, three options. There's a remnant? Sorry, there's... So, so the remnant, you were yeah, saying. Right. Okay. Is it the sense of an eye, or is it the potential? Is it, you know... Well, here's the thing, is that when, when it's not there, there's nothing to be seen, right? Like, I mm, mean, uh, mm. it's, it's hard to notice absences of things, oddly enough. And yes. So you can go for long stretches uh, yes. without noticing anything and, and yes. only in retrospect realize, oh, you know, nothing much really happened for a yes. long time. That's <laughs> right, that's right. So, um, so, uh, so I would go with the potential because, it, you know, when it sparks up, it's, it's still got some, some oomph to it. Yes. But it just doesn't last. It just fizzles really quick. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it has a bit of potential. Okay. All right. So I just want to open the door to the fact that, to see that if it has potential for something to appear as real, or if the potentiality is an idea in itself, if that's seen through, that the potentiality doesn't have potential. Potentiality itself is the thought. I think uh, we're we're pretty much right at the at that crux now. Okay. Um, that's we're sounding very close to the heart of the matter, um, because. <coughs> and I get it. It comes from repetition too, right? It comes from seeing over and over and over and over again that what seemed real isn't real, right? That um, that takes so that, that so then to you know, to believe that it could someday still be real <laughs> seems to be less and less probable. You know, it seems to have lost its, uh, its sort of magic, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but okay. I wouldn't say gone. I would just say, you know. So that potentiality can still be believed into a... Yeah, you could. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just seeming less and less likely all yeah. the time. Like I mean, it just the um, yeah. the trend is so much in the other direction now that yeah. I don't think we're going there. Yeah. Okay. If you can see that it can't go there, you you can see that it can't go there <laughs> when when potentiality is seen to be an idea. If potentiality is believed, it can go there. If right. potentiality is seen to be an idea, it can't go there. Okay, we're there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. <clears throat> now, from the idea of potentiality, objective, thought, storm, potential, nothing. It's just a friggin' idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, potentiality is gone. Storm, aspect, gone. Okay? Idea of potentiality, not believed into anything, has no potential actually in and of itself. Right. All right? Okay, good. From there, 
is 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 that now still a remnant of an eye? Or is the remnant of an eye actually another idea in consciousness that has nothing at all to do with with an independent thing? Um, my mind isn't very sharp today, and so I didn't follow the entire question, but I'm going with the second one. <laughs> Does anybody know what the second one is? <laughs> the sense. Was, it, was the second one was the sense of it? No. Oh, thank you. Does anybody know? <laughs> it, had, it, really, it had nothing to do with... Individuality, the, second one. the second one had nothing to do with individuality. All right. Right. Okay. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Vader. So, so then the, so then, I'm pointing pointing towards that sense of an eye. It, let it get so thin that it's just the sense of an eye, and that the sense of an eye isn't tied to anything. So the idea of potentiality is seen through. So it doesn't have potential. So the sense of an eye going nowhere runs through consciousness itself. It's like pre-ownership idea. And that sense of an eye can stay for many. It actually doesn't, doesn't need to blow up at all. It actually has, has no connection, no potentiality, and no capacity to grab ownership. So... so so just want to point you to the sense, the sense of an eye runs through consciousness and it can be there completely independently of anything. It's like the sense oh. of individuality is a happening in consciousness. There's a Ramana quote, uh, <coughs> I removes I and remains I. Yes. Yes. Is that yes. what we're talking about? I, I don't... I, I, the, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know really okay. what you meant by that, okay. but we, we, you can interpret it like that, but there's another way to interpret it too, the eye without a second, you know? Oh. Um, yeah, the, he, he could have meant that, I'm not sure, I'm always like, I'd love to read the language, <laughs> be able to read the language that he actually spoke in, you know? <clears throat> so, so yeah, that's, uh, actually what, what was transcribed was Mr. Gadatha saying the sense of individuality. It was only in his last book saying the sense of individuality is now going. So that sense of individuality, it was clear as a bell for the last whatever it was, 30, 40 years of his life, that the sense of individuality was just a sense in consciousness and it actually was part of what I would call the working mind. It was in order to make functioning happen and to his own surprise it disappeared. Huh. You see? But that's going to happen in its own good time. Yeah, yeah. it is. I, I was a Buddhist for a long time. Uh, I never stopped being a Buddhist exactly, but uh, uh, but uh, that whole no self thing in Buddhism was a big problem for me for a long time because, um, especially when sort of things started to happen, um, I couldn't understand why I was still here. Right? Like I mean, yeah. like okay, that happened, but I'm you know self seems to still have some you know reality or some 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 you know tangibility to it and um and uh that's that stopped being a problem somewhere in the middle for some reason i don't know why i yeah. just stopped worrying about it yeah but uh yeah so that 
uh, a sort of um, that sense of individuality can just kind of float. Yes, it can float. Yeah. It can float. For some it's part of the working mind and for some that sense isn't there at all. Right, right. So it's about discerning. I suppose I'm trying to just open the options of like, yeah. n don't jump to the conclusion that the sense of individuality is, is potential ego or is, is anything. Oh. It actually is a functioning of consciousness. Yeah. That, that just, just, just let it be understood in, in, in what, it, what it is rather yeah. than assuming it's something else. So it's sort of, sort of an unidentified I. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sense of an I. Yeah. Yeah. Sense of sense of, of of location. It's like your your center is here and your center is everywhere, you know? It's right. like Right. Yeah. Good. That actually that's helpful, thank you. Yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> yeah. Good. Very good. Yeah. Is there anything else coming up, or that's it? No, that's all. Anything to read? Oh no, this is good. This yeah. is great. Okay, yeah, good. no, super. Thanks very sure, much. Sure, sure. Hi. felt very compelled to, to come up. Sure. So, No worries. Mm. I think what I want to talk about has a little bit to do with choice. So it appears that I can choose not to follow the ego. So, I like very much what you said about thought storms uh, coming up. I resonated very deeply with that. Less and less the mind takes over and uh, there's less identification and it's seen through very quickly. And it appears that this is where it gets tricky. It appears that I'm able to make a choice. So the th thoughts start happening. And I just simply allow them to happen. And I choose to bring my attention or turn my attention inward. And when that happens, there's tremendous space and tremendous peace. 
and a lot of joy. It's very nice. But I'm wondering, I think this is the issue. It still feels like there's still that sense of I am doing something. Okay. And it feels like this is a very subtle ploy of the ego to perpetuate its existence. Mm. And it's very subtle, very, very, very subtle. Um, there is the unassociated sense of I am is felt at all times. And it's discerned that even that sense is witnessed. Mm. I guess what I'm getting at is who chooses? Who's choosing? Mm. Is there a choosing faculty? The ability to choose to not follow the ego, to not get trapped in the ego, to, to consciously introvert the mind. I don't know if that's the right word. Mm. Is that my ego holding on? Consciousness is doing it all, and the ego buys the idea that it's doing it. Mm. Mm. So... Mm. I like that. <laughs> Because the process seems, it's like in the beginning of my unfolding, whatever you want to call it, it seemed like there was very much a, an effort to do it, and now it seems like it's happening automatically. Yes. Right? I've, I, um, I've followed the path of self-inquiry for quite a while, and the inquiry in itself seems to be happening Yes. By itself, it's, it's not me going, okay, who am I, who are these thoughts occurring to, yes. and, and this yes. and that, right? Yeah. So, I guess what I'm asking then, am I at a stage right now where, again, I'm just mind trying to make some sense of sure, this. Sure, that's not. But am I at a stage right now where, um, yeah, I guess we could use the word grace. It's just happiness, grace. And it's my mind that's coming up, you know, uh, as, a, as, a, as a secondary thought saying, you're choosing. Yes? Yes. Okay. It wants to own something. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to stay as a self. Yes. Okay. Yes, it just wants to own a natural movement. Okay. And the moment that that ownership idea is entertained yeah. by attention, yeah. then it's real. Okay. And then he was saying, well, of course I'm doing it. I'm like, kidding myself. Imagine the consciousness of doing this. Da, 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 da. And he went to a whole loop, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it seems like it's... Um, like this idea of uh, attention. And it's an idea. But it seems like this is an idea that I have some dominion over. Some yes. control over. I, I have the uh, you know choice to put my attention in. Yes. Or not exercise that choice and then go into the thought stream. Yes. But this is an illusion, is yes. it? Yes. Yes, it, it, it presents as real for a while like everything. Okay. Ah, 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 ah. You see, so it is real <laughs> for a while. Okay, okay. But it too has to break down. Yes. Yes, this is what, okay. Everything presents as real and mm. then, and then, 
and as another bit of the ego goes, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's like, mm. that's not real either. That's not how it works either. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. I was telling my friend uh, a couple of days ago, I was sitting in meditation, and I started laughing so hard. Like, just laughing, like, just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And I had just noticed my mind was trying to make sense of this process, trying to understand, like, almost put it into a sequence. Uh-huh. Like, okay, this happened, now this happened. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just it's so absurd to try to understand it, uh-huh. right? It just, seemed, it just seemed that it seems or appears that this is something that I can't understand. Yes. Right, and then, yes. and again, I think it's just the mind trying to, it's just grasping it's to try to grasping. keep it alive. Please, please. Give me some That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there is a capacity. For, mm, I must find the right words here. Mm. <laughs> it's all mind. Mm. It's all mind. And somehow mind can see that it's all mind. It's always mind just looking at mind, always. All of it. All of it. And so even more than, is it ego or is it the I? It's actually all mind. Are you saying that the the mind is looking at mind? Mm. It seems like when the mind looks at mind, there's still some self-interest there. That mind has an interest in what's occurring, what's springing up into consciousness. But even that, there's a discernment. Is mm-hmm. this true? Yes. Uh, mm. Like it's seen from a place that's even beyond. That's beyond. Uh, beyond that, mind. Yeah. That yeah. W- without the interest idea, without yeah. that energetic kind of. That that's the thing. Is entertainment or there seems to amusement. be just such a, not all the time, but more often than not, there is just a, a very. I'll say nice, <laughs> detachment. Right? And so the mind seems to just play, 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 play. And anything can come up, it's okay. But there seems to be something that's not involved whatsoever. And it just lets everything play. Yes. And I'd like to stay there. Yes. Got <laughs> that desire too? I know. to I am. This is a word, but there's nothing. And is there something watching that? The way that it's been experienced for me, I don't want to just give you a mind answer. I'll just give um, my experience. Just bring the mic closer. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's, you know, for such a long time there was this observation of thoughts. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of like we'd said, there was still some self-interest in those thoughts. And still, there was still some strong identity. 
um, certain uh, you know tendencies, tendencies and thought patterns of the minds that had a lot of identification would still occasionally come up energetically they were felt in the body but some more space started to occur and eventually I, I came to a point where it was taking that attitude I don't mind what comes up anymore I don't care and in fact actually um, in meditation I started to intentionally bring up things that were very difficult for me that yes. I was ashamed of that I was scared of and this um, I think was most helpful you yes. know it was I was I was going into the fire yes you know um, I mean there was times in meditation where like my whole body was shaking and uh, but I didn't turn away I just mm -hmm. I stayed with it and then eventually I, I started placing less attention on, on like phenomenally on what was coming up mm -hmm. and started to turn more into well, what's observing this yes. phenomenon what's seeing this and so more and more and again it was just it's rep, rep, it, I found it to be rapid like I had to just keep doing it keep bringing this attention back in um, it was bringing me back to this very calm quiet and very empty space and it was just like I just could sense this existence I, I am the sense I am here that's it not with anything else attached to it just here okay and then I'm trying to answer your question it's in fine. a very long <laughs> roundabout way um, and then I was noticing even the sense I am, and it's almost like a, a vibration, just a vibration I could feel in the body of existence. Um, I noticed that even this is being witnessed, even yes. that's being discerned. And so um, the introspection went deeper. I started to look, if, if okay, I sense here, I'm, I'm sensing that I'm here, what sees that? And I, it, I can't, there's no words to describe it, I can't say, what sees that, and and at this point, and then maybe this is just where where, um, you know, this being is experiencing it. I can't see past that. It's just there's just nothing. It's it's empty. It's. I mean, these are all the spiritual words that we use, right? Yeah. Sure, it's the jargon. It's but okay. but that that's all I can really say. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's the ineffable. I mean, there's nothing yeah. I can, nothing I can say describes that at all. Um, so, no, I... I <laughs> okay, so, so what is it that's here? Hmm. I mean, in the physical experience, I see you. I see these people in the room even this body is being perceived but I can't see what I am you can't I see cannot what I cannot see what I am okay even right now looking at you I'm looking at me yes and I, I cannot find anything that's looking at you Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Okay. But, but you've said, I'm here, I exist. Mm. Could that be... I'm, 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 I'm poking a hole in that because where that would evolve into, and I don't want to give you a concept, it needs to evolve there organically, as you know. Yeah. It needs to go, or it can go into, into 
being understood or it shows itself to be a subjective perception perception within consciousness so it goes to it goes it becomes subjective perception it's like underneath the layers of well i exist and there's me and phenomenally there's you know you know all these kind of explanations mm. all this labeling yes down at the base of those is like wow you know consciousness has a subjective perception mm. that operates through this body yeah and there's nothing else there yes 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 there's nothing else there. Mm. It's sub that's all it is. It's subjective, objective, you know, perception. Mm. Macro, micro. And the subjective perception, if you make that your perception, you've got I exist, I'm that, here. Yes, 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 yes. I'm looking out from these eyes. It's like no, that's actually consciousness running, imagining a subjective perception, a perception from within. It's, that it's, it's, it's I yes. am, okay, yes. I am seeing from yes. here, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because there, there have been moments, um, I actually did a satsang in Barcelona with Muji, and we were sitting um, very quietly, and even the sense, even the feeling sense I am, it vanished. Yes. It vanished, like there was, it only happened for a split second, um, and again, I, there's nothing to explain. Yes. I can't say what it, what it, but it was just a split. Even consciousness or, or sorry, awareness of of my physical body, it just, like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you said a couple times about kind of like that, the bottom falling out, yeah. and I just, ah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. Um, is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, but I'm that's there too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm subtly trying to con- confirm that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there too. Um, so the if the I am comes and the I am goes, which it can, you know, there's a, there's a crack and the I am goes. And I'm inviting you now to see that the I am too is an idea I believed in too. The matrix. Yeah. Okay. The I am is too much, you know. Yeah. It it seems like too much. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's funny for like for such a while. It was like sitting in just that state of an associated presence was so nice, and so beautiful and very 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 peaceful. But it's feeling heavy too. Good. Yeah. Wow, I'm really happy we're talking right now. <laughs> Are you? No, I, I am. I am like, you know, it, it's funny, like, like sitting there, um, you know, uh, i to come up with a question, and nothing really comes up. Nothing feels authentic, right? But again, I'm pulled to sit here, but I, I very much need to hear this right now. Yeah. Because uh, actually, I, I haven't even, yeah, that, just that sense of I am, it, it's feeling like it's just, like you say, it's just much now yeah you know yeah and it, it there's like a an uncomfortableness with it yes almost yes you know yes yeah uh, okay so throw out the I am okay and an I might stay around for a while and throw out the I yeah very happy to do this yeah
or there's a happiness to do it. Sure. Mm. It's, sure. Um, even last night after satsang, uh, I I made a prayer just to say, finish me up now. <laughs> it's enough. It's time. Let's go home. <laughs> okay. And I know I've said it a few times, but I'm going to run it again. That localized perception, perception through the physical form, has nothing to do with you, and it does not create an I. It doesn't. Mm. Its misunderstanding creates an I. Let it show itself how it works. Is localized perception the same thing as uh, working mind? Is localized perception the same thing as working mind? Oof. Please go up if you, I can't hear you. Just on the rest of the is localized perception the same thing as working mind? Okay. I'll try to find words for this now because it's a new question. The working mind is a capacity within. Does this sit right now? I'm trying to find the words for this. The working mind is a capacity within localized perception to, 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 to function in its perception. Okay, so the working mind is like a, an optional tool, toolkit for local perception, localized perception. Yeah, I can go with that. Okay, so we've got localized perception. So, so, so perception through the eyes can absolutely be there and is there without any sense okay, yeah, yeah. of an eye. All right. Now, the, the perception comes through a physical form and it's localized because it's in a physical form. No, it's in, it's in a physical place. Okay. So then the working mind is a toolkit that that perception can use in order to make, to, to give it continuity, really, to make it get up and move and function. Otherwise, without the working mind, localized perception would be a blink of a second and wouldn't have linear time. It wouldn't be able to, mm. it would just be a flash. To, to, so to stretch it out, it needs working mind. 
to bring it into time, it needs a working mind. That's what it is. It's time bring, is, to bring it into time. And is localized perception the same as uh, subjective consciousness? What do you mean by subjective consciousness? Um, it's what you said to this fellow. Um, um, and I can't remember actually how it came up, but okay. you didn't say localized perception at that time. You said subjective consciousness, and then the very end of the conversation, you brought in. Brought into the thing. Yeah, so I don't understand the distinction. Okay. I'd be inclined to say, I don't, okay, I don't, I don't know what I said specifically, but I'd be inclined to say a subjective perception of consciousness, because I don't know what the context was. Um, subjective consciousness. Can consciousness be a, subjective? It was a quality of... Um, Oh yeah, subjective and objective consciousness, the macro and the micro. Was that what I was talking about? That's okay, right. okay, all right. So, so it's literally big picture, macro consciousness, and it's possible to identify as pure consciousness. It's possible to know that you're just consciousness itself. It's kind of like a pulsation of pure consciousness. You can hit against that frequency or not. You can't make it happen, but it's possible to hit against that frequency. <coughs> Okay, and that's as big as it gets. It's wide, it's vast, it's spaciousness, and there's no subject-object. It's just the subject of pure consciousness. Oh, okay. And objective consciousness is of... Um, what's in front of you? Yes. Yes. What's in front of you is the subject of yes. So, is subjective consciousness the same as localized perception? I'm reluctant to let, to let subjective consciousness link completely with that, because subjective is more linked with objective. Okay. You know, it makes sense in that context. That's where the yeah. two of them sit. Yeah, to cross-reference it now would be a bit... That would lead to misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> But localized perception is a useful one. Yeah. And you can see how it is subjective, subjectively a viewpoint of consciousness. But to define them as the same, we'd be missing something. I think I had the same question as Joe, but okay. with maybe different words sure. from something you said to that gentleman. Uh -huh. I want to see if I heard it correctly. I believe I heard you say, in speaking to him, um, it is this. Could he understand that it could be the subjectivity of consciousness? That perceives through the body. Mm. Is, that, mm. is that subjectivity of 
consciousness. You're talking about consciousness yes. itself yes. having subjectivity. Yes, exactly. Which precedes the yes. I am. Yes, Le- yes, kind of leading him into the micro without it being owned. Yes. Like as a stepping yes. stone yes. to bring him to the localized, which isn't I am anything. Mm. As I was using it as a stepping stone. Right, right. So, all right, so the question was, you know, could he see that it's the, I don't know if you said pure at that time, but the pure subjectivity of consciousness yeah. that is actually perceiving through the body. Mind. Yes, yes. Okay. So that's a, a fantastic pointer. Yes, it's a good pointer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It's open to all kinds of misinterpretation. <laughs> if it resonates, fine. If it's in your head, drop it. Because <laughs> it will just make... Your, your brain can't do this one. It can't. It's either going to like click or not. So... Yeah. It, yeah. It, it clicked and I yeah. just want to make sure I, Absolutely. I heard it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because if you think about it, how, how do you explain like how the body continues and what is that? What is that? If it's no longer a sense of individuality and a sense of an eye, well, what is that that plays out through these eyes within the context of consciousness? What is it? You see? Which reminded me again of um, a discussion I've had many, many, many times, but it came up earlier today, related. Um, so it clicked with me but the question was again it must be that that subjectivity of consciousness which is the knowing without a knower I mean the mind would say I know that yes or, or I am that or, yes. or whatever but yes. to me it's, a, it's the same thing there, there's this yes. when you say yes. when somebody says the eye has dropped yes and then the questions are, well, who knows? Yes. And I've heard you and other, uh, others say, <laughs> and the Buddhists say, there's a knowing. Yes. Well, it seems to me it's... It, yes. Who knows? Yes. Well, it's, it's the subjectivity of consciousness that knows. That's right. That's right. There's no, In that context. There's no other knower. Bang on. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, so I want to explore natural movement. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I got a natural movement to come here this weekend, so I know there's times I have a natural movement, but I, I'm. Um, Sounds like from what you're saying that that's a good way to live, from that, because that's the authentic place. Yes, and then we'll come up against something else. That there'll be an eye who's living from a good place. Okay. It's it's a phase. It's a phase. Yeah. Okay. Because, As all of it is, you know. Yeah, because I'm. Um, so I like to live with structure, but I'm also exploring living without. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm just asking about um, what would be good. I've heard some advice you've given me this weekend, which is great, but not but. And <laughs> it could be both. I don't mind. No, it's not a but. It's not a but. I guess one thing about this personality is it likes more. Okay. It likes yeah. a lot of stuff to work with. Um, 
So for example, I was just at a mindfulness retreat, so when I'm there, I'm drawn to that, and I'm here, and there's a non-duality, and I'm not clear on um, the value of mindfulness for me at this point. Um, I don't know, I, I don't know if I need an answer, but there's that going on, and there's um, At different times, you use different tools. That's what I figured. Let yourself be drawn to whatever, and have no hierarchy. Okay. Really, there's no hierarchy. Your own personal sequence is your own personal sequence. Okay. And then I'm hearing a lot of people talking about their spending hours each day on, um, on uh, spiritual readings and listening, mm. and, and, um, mm. and I'm very drawn to the spiritual I have been for a long time. Mm. Um, Do what honors you, huh? Yeah, and I don't, I don't really always know. Um, Go with more spontaneity. I have a feeling, and, and you know what, I don't know if I know what that is, so maybe that's what this, uh -huh. okay, so maybe that's the question. I don't, I don't always know what that is. I do at times. Yeah. But I think that would be really good for me. But I think it would too. I think so too. But because it's not that familiar. Um, have fun with it, huh? Just have a spontaneous hour every morning or something, you know? We should do this, and we ought to do this, and this needs doing. And yeah. well, I heard you say, like the body said, okay, I need to pee. Like, uh. I'm thinking, okay, what else does it? Like, <laughs> I, need, I need to eat. I need to, yeah. But um, like, uh, I, I, don't know. I know it's another one of these things where I want the answer before you I do, do it. You do want right? the answer before you do it. Yeah, yeah I mm. get that. You're missing the fun then. Oh God. Yeah. Fun <laughs> is in living it, huh? <coughs> Yeah, I can have a fun when I'm dancing. Like that's right. what I really play. So just um... living is fun. I make it hard. Ah, oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you live when you've worked out how, how you should go about it. <laughs> you know what the next step is, or you've worked out, and then you live that, and it's like, hmm, what if there was less mind involved? But you also have said to people that go for what's difficult, like go for. Oh God, it's not for you at all. That's not for me. No, no, that's not for me. No, no, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. No, I go for what's easy. Yes, yes. Go for what's easy. Yes. Like Angie, what is your line with? Oh, she had to go. Yeah, a line with Angie. You know, she's you know just like, just like just let living happen. You know. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm curious about 
there's something that's always understood what you're saying, what anybody that writes about this does, it seems so clear, and yet I don't have any recollection of any experience of any of this. Like that young man, you know, I don't... Where did that come from? Where's what come from? Just the understanding of it. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean... It's just there, no? <laughs> it's, people have subjective, it seems like, experiences. Uh-huh. I don't remember that, but it just seems like I recognize it. Just Yes. That's the resonance we talk about. Yes. Yeah, it's like you're being reminded of something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's kind of magical how it happens like that. Yeah? Is that a forgetting, though? I mean, did, did that happen and it's been forgotten? Like, like the experience of it's been forgotten, or does it have nothing to do with that? No, it's got, no, it doesn't okay. need an experience at all. Okay, yeah. It's just, it's the inner knowing resonating with what's being said here. And the mind is, is jumping on top of it and okay. saying, Oh, I know that, I know that. Well, but I've noticed the difference between those two. Mm. Like oh, when it's out, you know what I mean? Very good. Yeah. yeah. So, so I already kind of ruled that one out, you know. It's, it's more, I just wondered, my mind's not like the memories, not like it used to be. It's just like, did that happen and it's been forgotten or did it just never happen? Just yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. At another level, nothing ever happened yeah. at all. Okay, you know? I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. It depends on what frequency you're tuned into. It depends where something is valid or the same thing is invalid on, at, another, at another time. When you're, when you're pulsating, when your mind is at another stage of it, you know? You know? Everything and its opposite leaves space for all of it. Good, that's all, thanks. Yeah. articulated his experience, I have read this experience and I want to share, is my understanding right of what he experienced? Uh-huh. Yesterday I asked whether consciousness can perceive on its own. Yes. Perceive itself, no, was it? Whatever it creates, it perceives. Yeah. Subject cannot exist without an object. Mm-hmm. Subject, object, both appear together. This is the law, nature's law. I read, not I experienced, I read. This gentleman said that he went to that place where he felt it's totally empty. Mm-hmm. That emptiness, either he is that emptiness or he is observing that emptiness. Mm-hmm. When he is observing that emptiness, subject object comes. Mm-hmm. So then he is subject. Mm-hmm. 
and emptiness mm. is created by the mind. Mm-hmm. He wasn't observing it. It was then he was. is empty. That's right. My question is: Is un- unmanifest is emptiness? It is. Unmanifest is still because it has uh, a name. No, no. In, in consciousness, yeah. we call him unmanifest. Okay. It cannot be described. Cannot be labeled. Okay. It's already no, labeled. No, no, no words reach there. Okay. But it is though. Beingness is there. Beingness, prior to beingness. No. First is the beingness, and from there all originates. If beingness began, then it's already no. moving towards consciousness. Beingness is. And then consciousness comes. Anything because that of that movement, that vibration. Okay. I call it twitch. Many people must have felt sometimes their eye twitches on its own. Nobody felt an eye twitching? Everybody yeah. most yeah. I call it that unmanifest was, or is, as always is. And this twitch happened. And this word came into being. That's where the I am thought came. My understanding correct? There's a subtle line that would be good to point out. And it's in two places and it's the same thread. It's very subtle. <clears throat> subject object became just subject without an object in the formation of existence itself. The idea of existence, when that was coming into being, there was subject just prior to object. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So there is a time when there's subject just before object. Well, that, that's when this thought, first thought, I am. It became subconscious. I am. But unmanifest doesn't know he is. He doesn't know there's no such thing to him that I am. I am when this thought came and movement started and the word came into being. All the galaxies and all the universe we see. Okay, now beingness, you're saying, belongs with unmanifest. Yes. Beingness, if it is, if it has a verb of is, it can be is not. Being and non-being is also, it's, it's at the yes, beginning correct, of a flicker, correct, it's correct. at the beginning of a flicker, correct. it's not on manifest. Nishkargadatta Maharaj says he's being and non-being at the same time, I, not in, he's beyond it. It's beyond this. Beyond it, yes, he says that. And he also says, I am in movement is the word, I am at rest is the unmanifest. Okay. And beyond all of the I am? Well, he is. Unmanifest is. That beingness is. Can you drop the is word from it? <clears throat> it's too deep in Maya. No, I'm using this word because it's not my experience. That gentleman's experience there. I'm talking about what I've read. 
I know, but you know, I can push a bit. No? My, my <laughs> That's why I asked for grace yesterday. <laughs> there is no one here to push. I am not the doer. Things are happening. And I wanted grace to let it happen. <clears throat> I was totally surprised. At this young age, he says, I had enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it dawned on me at 79 years. <laughs> I don't want to be. Yes, but a rich life had to be had by you. Oh, you know? brother. <laughs> I know. And life was to be lived, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm thankful. Yes, I'm yes, thankful. yes. And a life would yeah. be lived without ownership here if it continues the way it's going, you know? But now it's the thing that Yes, so, everything is okay. It's so always okay. There was a little kink in my understanding. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. <laughs> Are you cooked? <laughs> yeah, there's a few nods. Odds oh, ten to five. Anybody got anything burning? We'll let it go. Alrighty. Well done, folks. It's a bit of a marathon, huh? <laughs> oh, it's good fun, though. <laughs>